Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. Hey, everyone. Welcome to From the Kitchen Table. I'm Sean Duffy, along with my co-host for this podcast, She's also my partner in life. She's my co-host for every podcast, I guess. <laughs> Do you have anybody else coming in here? <laughs> Rachel Campos, Duffy. Um, it's so good to be back at the kitchen table. We have two really fascinating topics today. So we're going to talk about another conspiracy theory, Sean. That came true. Right. Um, this one, remember when Donald Trump said, Obama's spying on me. He's using, you know, the CIA and the, and the FBI. And they're all spying on me and they're spying on Trump Tower. And everyone said he was crazy. Well, it turned out to be true. We're going to talk about that bombshell report and if anything will happen as a result of it. No doubt. We'll unpack it for you. We're going to unpack that for you. Very important, big political story. But here's another cultural story. And I think it's an interesting story um, in and of itself. I think it says a lot. There's a lot deeper in this um, culturally for us. And that is a Florida mom. Her name is Michelle Klein. She's 35 years old. She has a side business with her husband. Um, And the side business is that they, um, here's what she says. My husband and I have a wild behind closed doors lifestyle that we've decided to share. So they have an OnlyFans uh, uh, page or site. And they, she advertises this X-rated, and she admits it is absolutely X-rated. It's not soft porn. It's X-rated. She advertises it on the back of her car, like a big decal. And this is the car that she drives her kids to Liberty Christian Preparatory. So she sends them to a Christian school in Florida, drops them off, and the school is now upset about it and says, you can't use that car. You can't use you can't drop the kids off in front of the school you have to park your car across the street so um by the way her name again is michelle klein she goes by piper fawn that's her like pseudo pseudo her porn name name, right and she's been actually her complaint is look i've been driving my car for two years to the school dropping my kids off with this decal on it and some nosy mom now two years later is upset and complained to the school and now the school says you have to drop the kids off across the street. Um, she doesn't want to drop the kids or and walk. The, she doesn't want to park across the street and walk the kids over to the school because she says this is a dangerous intersection. People have been t-boned there. I don't want to do that. Plus, she's teed off of the fact that she says I've done this for two years. Why now? Why are you making such a big deal about it? She decided to use this opportunity, Sean, to talk to the media about it. 
obviously to get more attention for her site. And then the school said, listen, at this point, they're like, you're the one drawing attention. You're not following the rules that we've set. So we're expelling the kids and you can re-enroll your kids when you take the decal off. And that's where the situation is right now. So she's first off laughing all the way to the bank. A hundred percent. By the way, can I just say this? Five OnlyFans, just OnlyFans, I'm not talking about the entire business. Just OnlyFans is a $5 billion business. She might be making, she probably was making $50,000 a month. She's probably making a hundred thousand now. Well, Rachel, you've been on the only band, uh, OnlyFans beat for quite some time. Right. Um, and again, it's, it's an issue where... I've been on it, Sean, because more and more moms are choosing, as she says, to, to have a better lifestyle, a more comfortable lifestyle by adding this, um, this little, you know, side hustle to their life. And I think it's really damaging for kids. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm not naive. I know there are people who want to do this kind of stuff. But once you have kids, and now it's next level. I have kids, and I'm going to advertise on the way to the school drop-off. This is so embarrassing for these kids. It is so damaging. Well, yeah, and I think um, we've, we've seen some kids commit suicide because they're they're ridiculed and teased so much yeah. in school. Reddit had a threat on that, yeah. Because, uh, because like their, their mom is on OnlyFans. And again, um, boys, I'm sure, then will try to find and get access to uh, their friend's mom who's actually stripping or doing other things uh, on the site. And so, um, again, what it does for the child, the money that you get um, from OnlyFans and the damage that you cause to your child, completely not worth it and completely not looking out for your kid. There was, there, was, there was a time when if mom went to a strip club, which i not not a great mom doing that, but if you, if you went to a strip club, there was, there, was a, there was a veil between the public and the strip club. And if someone saw the mom in there, it's probably because the dad was going to the strip club and they both kind of have egg on their face. Mm. This is one, however, where they're public, publicly promoting and, and um, advertising the fact that they're willing to take their clothes off for money. And it, can I say this one other thing? We had that, remember we had that, that, that member, uh, that woman that was running for the House of Virginia Commons. Yeah. Yeah. Commons, yeah. She was running for the House of Commons in Virginia and her and her husband had a side business as well. Um, doing these X-rated videos. You know what's interesting, Sean, is the husband is part of it. And somehow no one talks about him. <laughs> like she is like the only one getting in and she should be rightfully shamed. I think what she's doing is shameful. What she's doing is permanent damage. She was on a podcast. Amy Robach and TJ Holmes have a podcast. She came on and talked about her experience. And she actually said, my kids are fine. I, the other day I was just you know, seeing them and they were playing air guitar and they were playing in the house and, you know, everyone thinks they're so traumatized. They're fine. I'm like, lady, boy, um, you don't, these behave, the things that are going to come out of this are going to come out later in life. Probably on a couch has, in some guy's office. She has no idea, um, the kind of damage that she's doing to her kids. She also said in that podcast that she was a church going girl her parents are still very conservative and church going. They don't approve of what her and her husband are doing, um, especially because they have kids in the house and, but that they still love her and they still support her and they are still part of her life. So now the kids have been expelled. So, but so just, you said the, the, the woman always gets 
the major blowback. Yeah, I, I find this all interesting. Well, I do. She's... Listen, she is the star, right? He's a, he's a supporting actor, I'm sure, in, in the Perhaps. content that's put Perhaps. out, right? And people are not tuning in for the husband. They're tuning in for the wife, right? Which is probably why she gets more. But yeah, I, well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, they're both doing a lot of damage, I, and she is getting more blowback. They both deserve blowback. They're both doing something very damaging. But I think what's interesting is how far our culture and society has gone. Right. There was a time when, yes, there was Playboy and there was Hustler. And yes, then there's you know, content got online. But this is the, the, the democratization of porn. It's and, become so ubiquitous. And that, and that we've now said, listen, if I can make money taking my clothes off, isn't this fantastic? And someone, you know, 20 years ago might be ashamed and not proud of that. Today, it's, they celebrate it. They'll put a decal on the back of their car and go, I'm going to, I'm not going to, yeah. I'm going to advertise this death of shame. to You're the right. dads who go to the, the Christian school where I drop my kids off. I mean, or the what, kids. I mean, what like has happened said, to a shame. society and a culture when you've fallen so far that we think it's okay now to go, of course, I, I, you, you are empowered by taking your yeah, clothes off so and making powerful. money. You are making money for your family. Good for you. There's no amount of money or lifestyle upgrade that would justify um, degrading yourself and humiliating your children, which is exactly what this woman and her husband have done. Um, really quick, so she's the kids are expelled. She's sort of digging her heels in, and she's upset about this. She wants them to go back to that school, but she's really ticked off about this. While the kids are expelled, she says she's hired tutors um, and and somebody to help out because she actually doesn't do this work at home. She says there's no cameras or lights in her bedroom. She has a um, she's rented a space that her and her husband go to for their as she tells her kids our sexy time. She goes um, to the studio. Yeah, she goes. Imagine. That's a disgusting studio, I'm sure. Yeah, she goes. She has rented a space. So here's the thing. Uh, you're right, Sean. We have seen. Um, with, with technology, the spread of pornography has just been, it is destroying children's lives because while she claims that she's, you know, got a fine line and her kids aren't seeing it, um, in many ways, of course, her, she doesn't know that, but America's kids are getting exposed to this. So she'll say, listen, mine is behind a paywall. You have to pay for it. Um, and, and that's her excuse for, you know, how she's separating her. Obviously her kids are getting exposed to the idea that it's okay to sell your body, you know, so you can get your nails done and go on vacation. But that aside, I think, so first of all, kids now, the average age for seeing pornography has dropped to 10 years old. So the devices, the phones, um, the ability to get onto Pornhub, which doesn't have a paywall, um, and all these other things are making it so much easier for young kids who are not prepared. Um, the impact on a growing brain, there's growing research on this, the impact on a, on a child's brain of this kind of very um, explicit graphic sexual material is so damaging. It also, they say, it rewires the brain. So it, in the same way that drugs rewire the brain for like, you know, like kind of that dopamine hit. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's affecting a, the natural sort of um, way that a child progresses you know, in, in their own sexuality, their understanding of sexuality, and the way they interact with the sexes. Um, a lot of people have said that you know, they're seeing a lot of erectile dysfunction in 20 year olds that they never saw before. And they're attributing it to 
pornography and the fact that they're getting exposed to it to it so early and so graphically that so you know just a normal sex life is just not enough anymore and they need um they need porn pornography in order to perform so it's having all kinds of impacts but the, what intrigues me when you said that i'm on this beat and i am deeply concerned about what it's doing to kids and their and their development but I'm also deeply, deeply concerned about the normalization of it for moms in particular. Um, I think it's a new level of danger um, in, in what I see as the attack on childhood, the attack on childhood innocence, the right that you have as a child to be a child as long as, as possible. And I, I see no greater attack. I mean, it's one thing you know, if you gave your kids a phone too early and your kids are curious and they come upon it and boy, that's a bad thing. It's another thing that your own mother is part of your own sexual um, um, awareness and your own your, your own destruction. Your mother is participating in the destruction of your childhood innocence, which is your right as a child. This is a new level of rot in our country, Sean. And I am really concerned. So I, I think every child should want to be proud of their mom and their yeah. dad. Yeah. Um, and even parents who we might say they weren't the greatest parents, the kids are usually proud of them. They right? love that's, where they, that's where they come from. And I think this makes it really hard for kids to be proud of their parents. Um, and then uh, it goes to this point of what, what does it do as you, as you come into, um, you know, the, the adolescence and the thought of your parents engaging in this behavior, any, uh, any of us, if you look, think about your parents, you're yeah. like, that's disgusting. That's yeah. that, I don't want to think about yeah, that. Our kids don't even like when we kiss in front of them. It is thrown in their faces. Yeah. And so if I just think of ourselves and what, you know, those acts by your own parents, what that then does, if that's not just thrown in the child's face, but thrown out into the, uh, to the community of their friends, it is devastating. It's humiliating. Well, actually, and, Sean, and again, that you, you bring that up, it's interesting. The one of the kids, so one of her kids is friends. She found out. Um, and she told this on the po podcast, her, one of her kids is friends with the child of the mom who reported her to, um, to the school. So there was that sort of, you know, now what happens to that friendship? You know, obviously, where yeah. does this go? And again, I think we're at only the front of the story. This is going to continue to progress. It's going to continue to grow. Um, I think you're going to see more people get into it. it appears, it's almost like you know people view crypto as an easy way to get rich fast. I think a lot of people feel like they can get rich fast doing this. I don't know the numbers on this, but I imagine there's a lot of mostly women taking their clothes off and not getting rich. They might make a little extra money, but the stories of people making a hundred thousand dollars a month oh, and you know, I, I, multimillionaires. I, I'm sorry, I don't. I think, think you're wrong. I think people are making a lot of money. There are a lot of women making a lot of money off of this. There's a lot of women not making any money on it and still taking the clothes off. Well, I I disagree with that. I think that that this industry of this personalized interaction with you know, you, you brought up Playboy. So in the past, Playboy was a magazine and guys opened it and, and they looked at naked ladies. Um, Playboy has had to rework their model of business because OnlyFans 
was eating away at their profits and they were out in the cold. So now playmates are not just in pictures anymore. They have set the playmates up and playboy to have only fans type interaction. So, and, and again, the alienation this is creating between the sexes, because there are going to be men now who are just a, become addicted to these fake relationships with these women who are you know, mm. really only there to take your monthly subscription. And they're wasting hours away on this kind of fake interaction instead of working on real relationships with real women. Um, I think it is uh, th the impact on the culture is, as you said, Sean, it's this is only the tip of the iceberg. It's going to get worse. And I think that as a culture, we're going to have to at some point deal with this. Um, I want to give a lot of credit to the parents of um, Liberty Christian Preparatory. Um, I think there's a lot of people out there who would say, you know what, they try to take a libertarian perspective on this. It's her business. She's doing it behind closed doors as she tries to say she is. Um, no, what she has now done, every single child in that school knows about OnlyFans um, because of her. Just in the same way that Bill Clinton, you know, people didn't know, a lot of children didn't know about oral sex until, you know, Bill Clinton introduced that into the national lexicon and little children, and that became a story that you couldn't, you know, you couldn't put the lid on it. The genie was out. The same thing. Now, she wants to blame the mom who turned her in, but I guarantee for the last two years, there have been whispers that she has not heard herself that Piper Fawn was not hearing um, about what she was doing and what was happening. And I believe that what she is doing is child abuse. Um, I think it is child abuse. I don't care if it makes me politically incorrect to say it. She is not being a good mother. She is not looking out for the best interests of her kids. And I guarantee you um, the, the little extra money that she says she supports her family, shame on her husband. What a gross, weak man that is, that he would not go out and make enough money and instead put his woman to work in this kind of fashion with him. Um, it's, it's gross, it's bad for the family. And we got to so, wrap our hands around this OnlyFans phenomenon. I think it is one. It's it, it it is more damaging than I think old old school pornography, which which wasn't involving and celebrating the inclusion of mothers in it. So it, it makes me think back to the good old days of Bill, Bill Clinton when it was it was like that was that was scandalous. But you look back and go, that was child's play. We didn't know where we where we were going to go. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is going. This is fundamentally changing the way our society works. When you when you feel like you can have a relationship um, with someone's page that you subscribe to, yeah, and I can satisfy my needs with that relationship with which is fake and false, is digital, but with who I think is you know my my in my own mind my 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 partner who I subscribe to her page. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, my my desire, my drive, my I, I'm built in a way to go out and find a mate. I'm built to go out and get yeah, married and, evolutionarily, and to reproduce. Sure. And when you take that drive away because of OnlyFans and the relationship I think I have with one of the performers on the site, no wonder we see marriage at an all-time low. Yeah. No wonder why we see 
this divide between men and women. There's a lot of reasons for it. I think this is part of it. I think that men are more conservative. Women are more liberal. It's, you know, and, and everyone's on their computers and they're staying at home. Now they're wearing the, the well, Apple glasses. AI, AI and these new Apple Pro glass. Um, uh, what is it? It's called an Apple Pro iVision. It's like a device that you look into and it's so real. And that is going to affect, that is actually really going to affect, really, uh, you know, the drive that young men should have to go, as you said, go out and find a mate. They're yes. going to put on these glasses. They're going to hire these, you know, women who will easier. take a subscription. Or maybe these are even, maybe these ladies are actually going to get put out of a job, Sean, because these are going to be AI generated women who are even more perfect. And, 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 and you know, in, in terms of, of, of the visual and, and, the, and, I don't know what we're going into. Oh, we had we had talked about how no one far, will procreate. It'll how, all be AI. How, how far we had fallen with Bill Clinton and the oral sex conversation, we had no idea we would get to here. Yeah, where moms are performing for for money and and devastating their children. I think we'll look back ten years from now and go, those were the good old days oh, wow. when we were a moral country when only a few moms were doing OnlyFans. I, this, I, I think this is the story has has not been completed yeah. or written. So let's do this. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back. We're gonna go into the Schellenberger um, Taibbi story on how Barack Obama actually spied on Donald Trump. That's coming up next. Since the 1970s, working-class Americans and U.S. investors who saved wealth in dollars have seen the dollar lose over 80% of its purchasing power. In contrast, investors who diversified their cash into gold saw gold appreciate over 5,000%. For Americans who invested $50,000 in gold when America left the gold standard in the 70s, their gold is worth more than $2.5 million today. While gold carries no guarantees and past performance does not equal future results, investors who do their own research will see that gold's performance over this time span is what gold has consistently done in the face of eroding paper currencies. For over 15 years, St. Joseph Partners has built its business with a singular focus on helping investors diversify their wealth and protect their families in physical gold and silver you hold in your hand. Don't let your hard-earned savings go unhedged. Call St. Joseph Partners or go to our joint website, kitchengold.net, not .com. That is kitchengold.net and protect your wealth. Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned. Every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. All right, welcome back to The Kitchen Table. We're now going to dive into this bombshell report that's been put out by Michael Schellenberger, Matt Taibbi. What they say is the CIA had foreign allies spy on Trump team, triggering Russia collusion hoax. So now, what we knew, we kind of suspected this, right? 
But what we thought was from the Durham report that came out last year uh, and in the review of the whole Russia hoax story, uh, John Durham said he's, he had concluded that the FBI investigation should have never been opened. And there were some suggestions for reforms at the FBI to make sure this wouldn't happen again. And we thought that was kind of the story. Well, because the story was that these a foreign country said, hey, there's some shady stuff going on. And they informed us. Is that right? Right. So or they uh, informed our CIA. So right. So uh, allegedly one of a uh, U.K. Um, intelligence officer met with one of Trump's uh, 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 allies, who was uh, uh, Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos, and had some distributed information, and reported it back through his superiors, and it ended up getting to the to the FBI and the who CIA. Who was so worried about Papadopoulos, yes. and they launched an investigation. I don't know how that could have happened. Oh wait, now we do know how it happened because what we've now learned is is Barack Obama, along with John Brennan, his CIA director. They couldn't spy on Donald Trump. They realized that American law say you can't step in and spy on a presidential candidate. So what they did is they said, we're going to use our allies. We were a part of a group called the Five Eyes. It's the U.S., Canada, the U.K., Australia, and New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah. Okay, so they asked our Five Eye partners, we can't spy on Donald Trump. We want you to. That's what they did is they picked 26 people in the Trump orbit and they tried to bump them. What that means is make contact with them mm -hmm. and see if you can get information on them that will allow you to bring them into your snare or provide misinformation on those people and run it up the chain in their home country and then bring it back to the U.S. CIA and FBI. And then they can and then, then they can then do the spying, right? Absolutely. Illegal, inappropriate, and uh, Matt Taibbi and, and, and Schellenberger all said they've now had multiple sources confirm this with them. Now, Donald Trump allegedly had a 10-inch binder with all of this information on how they had spied on him. And allegedly, he, dec he declassified it. And the question is, where is this binder? What do we know about the spying of Donald Trump? This is a bombshell story, but it's not the whole story. Because you got to play this out. This all started with Barack Obama and John Brennan deciding to use tools in their toolkit to go to other countries to spy on a presidential candidate who, by the way, he, Donald Trump and Barack Obama did not get along. Remember, the whole birther movement was started by Donald Trump. They hated each other. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think Barack Obama couldn't stand the thought. Of but also, Donald he was Trump a disruptor. He had a personal animus towards him. No question about it. And to and, and they both hated each other, but also Donald Trump, and we all know this to be true, even more so now than than ever, that Donald Trump was the biggest threat and disruption to the globalist plans for America. No doubt. So through through the Five Eyes um, and the FBI's um, dossier that they received, they started the Russia collusion hoax. And they continually fed false and misinformation to the press, where for three years, the press reported on Donald Trump, Russia collusion. It was every single hour of every day. Every press conference that was done from the White House were filled with questions about Russia collusion. And, and Russia collusion, because some people might forget, the idea is that Donald Trump won because he was colluding 
with Russia, that he, you know, he got Russia to, you know, spy on Hillary's emails that, you know, um, he was in Moscow. There were some crazy stories that he was in Moscow and he was with prostitutes and um, that he was compromised by the Russians. And this this whole there were all kinds of theories that basically he was only there because he was getting help. In essence, Donald Trump allegedly had partnered with Russia to win the election, which means then Donald Trump is compromised and is going to be loyal to Russia, not to the American people. That's that's yeah. the premise. So, by the way, going back to 2016, Hillary Clinton actually did have private servers with classified information. If that story comes out, that's relevant for the American people to have that information. But if the CIA is lying about Donald Trump, that's election interference. Correct. They're interfering with the election, putting out false stories that obviously with their credibility would appear to be true by the American voter. So let's fast forward. The story goes on for two, two, three years, and that leads to one impeachment and then a second impeachment of Donald Trump. So what you actually have is an intelligence coup. Yes. Through an impeachment, they're trying to kick out a duly elected president based on false and fabricated facts of a president who didn't do any of the things they said. But so if you kick him out, the intelligence community has led a coup to remove a president and and bring in another party to lead the country. Correct. Brings us to uh, the 2020 election. You have uh, 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 Hunter Biden's laptop. And all of a sudden, uh, miraculously, you have 52 um, former intelligence officers who come and say this has they the traditional markings mm-hmm. of Russian disinformation. Mm-hmm. So instead of getting all the information out to the American people, um, they, uh, they, they downplay the laptop and then they come in and make sure that social media can't share the story. So they warned big tech, hey, something might be coming down the pike, then you guys can censor it. So it was censored and like a majority of Democrats had never even heard about the laptop. So so again, this is a story of government working in collusion with big tech to suppress information that would have hurt Joe Biden and probably helped Donald Trump. So another sign of, of, so Sean, of election interference. Sean, if Donald Trump, so did, so we had the Mar-a-Lago raid two summers ago. No, it was last summer. It was last summer. Not this summer, the summer before. Yeah, yeah, two summers ago. We had the Mar-a-Lago raid. Um, did they take the those fi- the files that, that Donald Trump declassified? If Donald Trump had declassified that those files, why didn't he disseminate them? So why was he holding on to them? So there were rumors that when the FBI actually raided Mar-a-Lago, they were looking for that 10-inch binder. With uh-huh. all of the information contained with how Barack Obama had illegally spied on Donald Trump and was the epicenter of election interference. Why would why? I mean, I, I get like they document stuff. But if you're Barack Obama and you're going to do something this illegal, why would you even have this documented? Well, I don't think Barack Obama, you're going to have to have documents about the correspondence that you have with Five Eyes. There's going to be records of it. They can't hide that. Now, they've tried to um, contain it, to put it into a, uh, it wasn't disseminated around all the intelligence agencies. This was not well known. It was a tight group of people who knew about this, um, and it was contained in um, this 10-inch binder. But let's talk talk about where where we sit today. So we we saw Democrats during COVID change election rules where you can have mail-in balloting. You don't have to show an ID. Um, We're going to vote for, you know, two months. 
before uh, an election. We're going to have liberal cities not count their votes on election night. They're going to take a day, two days, three days to count their ballots. Some would allege that they're doing that to see how many ballots they need in swing states to make sure their candidate actually wins. So that's one side. But how, how far have we come from the era of Barack Obama? It's kind of like OnlyFans. There was a time when we thought Bill Clinton, you know, and, you know, Monica having oral Lindsay. sex was one thing. And now look where we are today. Same thing here. So uh, Joe Biden isn't like, hey, I'm going to use five eyes to go spy on my allies. They're, they basically said, no, we're going to target Americans. We're not going to use uh, Canada, the UK, New Zealand. We're going to do it ourselves now because these are MAGA extremists. If you're a Republican who, who supports Donald Trump, you're a MAGA extremist, which means if you're an extremist, and by the way, he also say you're a threat to democracy, that means you're a threat to the, to the U.S. and our intelligence a- agencies can surveil you, can target you, as well as pro-life moms and dads, as well as uh, parents who go to school board meetings to, to, to give pushback on trans teachings within the school, or if you're a Catholic mm-hmm. that goes to a traditional Catholic mass, what they've done is said, we internally now, because we've classified you as an extremist, and you are in opposition to what they say is democracy, so now we don't need other countries. We are just going to target you ourselves. Yeah, it is a new level. I mean, we basically have a secret police. Um, and, right. and America never really thought we had that. I mean, the CIA, the intelligence agencies were always supposed to be directed outward at foreign threats. And now they are pointing inward. And the whole system, and you and I talk about this all the time, our entire system was set up so that the people could keep the government in check. And now we're at this new phase. This is the, these are the fruits of Barack Obama, who is a Marxist at heart. Um, and and this, is the, this is the new system we're in. And they have turned the government and its powers against their their ideological enemies, um, which are conservatives and Republicans. So here's my question to you, Sean. This is now getting con- the, the sources. And, and uh, by the way, Matt Taibbi and um, Michael Schellenberger are excellent journalists. They um, were at the tip of the spear with the Twitter files that came out on how the government was colluding with Twitter prior to Elon Musk um, becoming the CEO. They were suppressing um, and deplatforming and altering algorithms for conservatives, which is essentially a political donation to, um, to the Democrats. So they were on the tip of the spear of that story. And now they're coming up with this story. There, there are going to be more layers to the story. They're going to talk more about what happened at Mar-a-Lago. Um, I imagine they're going to be, they're going to lay out um, in this bombshell and subsequent bombshell reports are going to lay out like why they're so confident in these sources, perhaps even reveal sources. This is all coming out right now. I don't think that this was in the plan for the Democrats leading up to the 2024 election. I think they were hoping they would keep the lid on all this. Now it's coming out. What happens now, Sean? Because you and I have said for a long time that we, we believe that the next year, really the next year, are going to be the most volatile year, months in our lifetime. How does this story impact the election of 2024? Is this going to garner support for Donald Trump on an even greater level, more sympathy for him as more, you know, 
there were people that said he was crazy when he said that they were Obama was spying on him in Trump Tower. Um, I remember Joe and Mika um, on Morning Joe freaking out and saying he's crazy. He's not fit to to serve because he thinks the CIA, the CIA would never do this. And now it's all coming out. How does this impact the election? So, again, it would have had no impact because this would have been censored and major media sources would never report the story. By the way, this should have been a New York Times story. This should have been the Washington Post, ABC or NBC. It's and a Substack reporting. story. <laughs> it's on Substack. It is actual, yeah. again, decentralizing reporting where you have yeah. good people who want to break stories and they can get paid by subscribers. I mean, it's, it's actually brilliant when and, and, and the mainstream media has created this wide opening for um, independent journalists to walk through and, and do real reporting. So um, because of Twitter, though, and you and I will debate Elon Musk and there's good, bad and ugly around Elon Musk. But what he has done on Twitter to allow stories to live on his platform and yeah. be shared on his platform where before you could never do that. This is a, it's a huge story because of that, because people can now see it and share it and philosophize on what happened. So you're absolutely right. This would have been suppressed in the same way the Hunter laptop Biden story was suppressed. It would have been called Russian disinformation. Um, and now it's all coming out. So that's interesting. You're right. So this we, could change. This, this is a big moment. It is a big moment. And again, we, uh, when you have a Congress that, fundamentally understands that the intelligence and law enforcement apparatus in the United States government is at war with them, that is targeting Republicans, conservatives, more than likely their nominee, Donald Trump, and they don't do anything about it. They fully fund the CIA and the NSA and the FBI and the DOJ. You know, what is wrong with the Congress that they can't go, listen, I'm sorry, you have way too much money. If you have money to target conservatives and Republicans and moms and Catholics and pro-lifers, you have too much money because uh, and punish the agency by cutting their profit, cut so cutting their funding. But Sean, could it be not so much about that? You know, the Republicans are so dumb and they keep writing the check for the CIA because the CIA and the FBI convince them that we're out there getting terrorists too, and you can't cut our funding. Although they just gave them brand new. Really? How, how much was that building they like just gave the FBI? Massive, two, in, a new massive yeah. building for the FBI that spies on Republicans and the Republicans are funding it. But could it be, Sean, that these agencies, that, that, that these members of Congress are compromised, that these intelligence agencies have something on these members and then these members know that... Remember when, when uh, Chuck Schumer... After Donald Trump said, oh, my gosh, I, I know that I'm being spied on by by the, the CIA in Trump Tower. And Chuck Schumer went on camera laughing and said, mm -mm -mm, you shouldn't have said that. They'll get you 10 ways to Sunday. That's right. um, so are members of Congress afraid no. of the intelligence? No, they're not. Um, they're not afraid. But but. Why do you say that? Why are you so sure? Because because I was there. Like, I, I would know if people uh, had the, the you didn't the have FBI. anything on you. But what no, if, but, what but if it, you're but a member who does have you something? Would, you Don't would. you think they messed with with Senator Menendez? That they knew he had those. He had that relationship with the with the Egyptian um, government. That he Listen. had bars of gold. It only came out when he crossed the Biden administration. So he's he might have been protected because of 
the Biden administration. But listen, if, if I'm sorry, if anyone, Republican or Democrat, has, you know, $150 million in gold bars in your house and it came from Egypt, I'm, I hope the FBI doesn't hold them hostage. They actually arrest them and prosecute them. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's do they ha- are they doing little things to try to maneuver in in You're um, saying members of Congress aren't members afraid of, of the intelligence. They're not being agency. they're not being blackmailed by them. But by, by the, okay. they, I don't think that they wouldn't go that far. It's one of the theories out there, Sean, because so ta- so people can't understand why Republicans so are doing this. They've tapped the phones in the clo- so the cloak room is right off the House floor. There's a little room on, on the Democrat side and Republican side where you can buy a hot dog or a Coke. And there's chairs where you're off the floor, but right next to the floor. And there's phones in there. They had tapped the phones uh, of the cloakroom, um, and Congress lost its mind over that. Um, but when was that? Uh, this was under was this uh, in the Obama years, I believe that happened. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. So here, but here's what here's what concerns me. As we've unpacked this, when the FBI and the CIA were disseminating fake and false information about Russia collusion to keep the story alive, who was the president? Donald Trump was the president. When that happened, right? Yeah. When um, uh, w- w- when that happens, and you have a president who's in charge of the whole apparatus, but can't control that apparatus, that, that they they have so much freedom that they can go at war with and undermine the duly elected president of the mm. United States. Mm. It begs the question. Who's in charge? Is the voter in charge of electing someone to run our government, or is the government running the person that we've elected to uh, participate uh, as the president? Or is the intelligence agency really, I mean, when we say the deep state, is really the intelligence agencies, is that where the power is? And they are directing everything. Um, no, this all, so they have they have the ultimate power because they have spine tools, right? But education is their own deep state. If you put a, a new secretary of education, and they are going to those you want bureaucrats to reform, are going to do they are going to thwart yeah. and stonewall. And we saw that, mm-hmm. right? So I, I just I think that. Even when you have, by the way, the Twitter files, the suppression of information around COVID on Facebook and Twitter, mm-hmm. who was the president when that happened? Mm-hmm. Donald Trump was. Mm-hmm. Do I think he wanted the suppression of information? No. But you had these intelligence agencies coordinating with big tech to undermine the very man who was their boss. Right. They had That's orders the from problem. the government, and then Twitter had a bunch of little beta basement boys deciding whether Stanford professors who signed the, you know, scientists who signed the the Great Barenting Declaration deciding that they should be censored, Um, deciding what information we could know about COVID or not, or vaccines, or the, you know, we couldn't discuss, um, you know, hydroxychloroquine or any of those things. Donald Trump was the president. Didn't approve it. So what does that tell you then? So what it tells me is that when, if, if Donald Trump wins, right now he's gonna, more than likely going to be the nominee. He does not have enough time to think through how do I remake the intelligence community to be loyal to America, not a party. Right, that's what you want. I don't. I don't want them loyal to a Republican Party or a Democrat Party. Loyal to the country, in serving the country, in staying the hell out of politics. He needs to be. He needs to be tagging someone right now. Tap I someone right is. now. I bet he is. To think through on day one, what do we do to clean this crap out of our government? But this is why Sean Vivek Ramaswamy said you need to just 
eliminate it and start all over. And the reason I、Maybe. say that is because you, even in your definition, there we need people who are not loyal to party but loyal to America. These deep staters from the very beginning, when Donald Trump was was elected and not even installed, they said we're patriots. This is a threat to democracy, and we have to undermine Donald Trump. And that is how they got these minions, the lower-ranking bureaucrat deep staters. That's how they got them to do the dirty work. Whether it was not not executing on things that Donald Trump wanted them to do,、um, undermining appointees, political you know appointees by the president,、um, just doing whatever they wanted to do, which happened to align with the Democrats instead of doing. What Donald Trump, who was elected by the voters, told them to do. So the, here, it gets to a problem that we've talked about a number of times on the podcast, which is you do have a political appointees. The political appointees will change with the changing politics, right? Right. But then you have basically employees who work through administrations,、um, and they feel very confident actually undermining their boss, thwarting the new secretary, the new FBI director. Why? Because they're there forever, you can't fire them. That's right. They're protected by a union. So, if so, you de-unionize, do you think this solves half the problem? If, if they're not protected by a union, and a new boss comes in and says you're not on board, great, you're fired. Yeah, it seems pretty、here. easy. And Vivek also talked about that. You've been、and、saying that forever, Sean. You saw that's it. How you have, you that's, experienced that's, the deep state when you were in Congress. Then, if they want to keep it, where job, you would tell someone to do something, they're like, yeah, go punch Sam. Go, I'll be here before, long, long be after. Here you. And、him. so the, you 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 give them the option to do the work the way you want it, or you fire them, and then they'll make a choice: Do I actually want to follow the directive, or do I want to quit my job and go find a new one? Okay, so let that's, me. That's that's the answer. But we, we, I want to hear the to, Paul. I want to hear what, how you think this plays out for Donald Trump. Does this information, which confirms yet another conspiracy, comes true? Does this change? The election. Do you get people who maybe never even liked Donald Trump, but who are like, "What the hell is going on in America? This is a police state." We'll have more of this conversation after this. So I don't know about that, but I will tell you this: if you are willing to use the FBI, the CIA, and the NSA to go to other countries, our partners, to spy on a presidential candidate,、mm-hmm. that's extreme. That's radical.、Mm-hmm. And then. Once that man's elected, you will use all of your tools to undermine him and feed a fake story into the media about him, trying to get him impeached and removed from office.、Mm-hmm. That is even more extreme. And then you will、um, you will use fifty two former intelligence officers, right,、mm-hmm. to to diminish a story on on the leading Democrat candidate's son. And this is not intelligence, but this is then what Democrats have done. I mean, it's a, it's a big deal that we all don't vote on the same day with the same information and、I、with an ID.、That. The fact that you have mail-in balloting, where you don't know who's filling out a ballot. There's no integrity around that. You don't know how many ballots they've filled out. No integrity around that either.、Mm. You all don't vote on the same day. No integrity on that. So that has also undermined the system.、Um, and then you look at the prosecution of Donald Trump. Right, how far they're going to prosecute Donald Trump now, and they're going to try to kick him off the ballot. Wildly extreme, and it begs the question: What won't they do to、uh. defeat Donald Trump? And, I, the, the, and I, the, so I, I don't know that it's is are the are the voters going to come to Trump 
because of all the chaos that Joe Biden has created and all of these stories in bad government, this rot that they've created? Yeah, I think they are. But the question is, the power on the inside is real. And what are they going to do? What steps are they going to take to guarantee that Donald Trump doesn't win? They failed in 16. They were successful in 2020. What are they going to do? And I don't know the answer to that. But I'm telling you, they will they will pull at every single string. They'll stop at nothing. Stop at nothing to take him out, which is scary. Well, I mean, listen, you, said, way, you, said, you said take them out. That's what I'm afraid. I, I'm actually afraid that, and I hate to say it, but it has happened in our history, um, and I'm worried. I'm worried. I hope he's safe. I know his Secret Service um, people are very loyal to him. They love him, but and they want to protect him. But these are some very powerful forces, and and a lot of things that they that the Democrats didn't and the deep state didn't expect to happen to keep the lid on all this have happened. One of the problems is Joe Biden himself. Um, the wheels are coming off that bus. And that's a problem because that's sh that's shaking support that they ha thought they had locked up with certain mm -hmm. constituents, you know, in, in, you know, sort of solid Democrat suburban women and, and black voters. female voters. And then you have the economy, which is not doing well um, because of so many of the things that they've done. And, and that's shaking, that's shaking support. And then conspiracy after conspiracy, um, even though they're coming out late in the game here. Coming true. They're, uh, everyone's going, God, everything that they told me uh, wasn't true is actually true from COVID to, you know, Hunter Biden's laptop to now the spying on Donald Trump and the fact that our government is like a, a has a secret police that spies on American citizens that are the, from the opposing party. And then, Sean, you have the degradation at the border. Um, and, and, and the fact that Republican governors decided to send the problem to blue cities. So now you have some problems there. And then on top of that, you have all this global instability and the left very angry that Joe Biden has, you know, uh, sided with Israel on, um, you know, he's trying to play both sides of his mouth, but the, the young people are not dumb. They see the millions of dollars, uh, billions of dollars going to Israel. And then you have the war in Ukraine and you have, I mean, things are crazy right now. And so they must be nervous. And there is only one person who has been able to sort of manage this onslaught of deep state on top of him and still scrap his way through these prosecutions. I don't know how the guy gets up every day. And they know it's, I hate to say it, you like to think that Republican ideas, conservative ideas can stand on their own. But in our case, in this moment, it, there is one man who's Only been one. able to withstand the weight of this, um, the weight of the world, truly, um, of, of all the evil forces. And I don't know what, what the left does. I mean, I hate I hate talking so, like that. Uh, but it, but you have to because um, even if you look at pick pick the worst world leader over the last hundred years, they've done horrible things, killed multiple. Pick, pick there's a number you could choose from. Pick pick yours, and you would the the way the the intelligence community behaves and the media behaves. Donald Trump is that threat to democracy. He is going to undermine every principle that we have built in this country since our founding. That's what they sell out there. But we actually had four years of him. Mm. And I'm like, well, what did the guy do? Well, yeah, he cut taxes. 
Yes, there was less rules and regulation. Yes, he said, I yes, want to Yes, my dishwasher worked better under Trump. I did. I want, <laughs> I want, I want more uh, American oil and gas, which means more job, cheaper energy, more national security. No wars. He, he, uh, he orchestrated the Abraham Accords, bringing more peace to the Middle East, right? More stability with North Korea. That we Even ever had little rocket man was in mm -hmm. line not sending out rockets he met with putin putin wasn't attacking ukraine um he gave power back to states and the economy was roaring and yeah he was fighting on russia collusion and yes he was sending out some mean tweets but was donald trump um a, a bolshevik was he uh, mao was he hitler i mean you would think that yeah. that's what Donald Trump was, yeah. when actually he was an amazing leader that brought great results for his people, and said, "Yeah, okay, they might be mad." In NATO, you don't pay your bills. We're not. We're not going to do this deal. We're not going to pay your bills to keep you safe. So the you can have is, a so you can have a socialist country and and have a huge social you know uh, net for your citizens and we pay for and we subsidize it by paying for your defense no you have to pay the, the deal is three percent of your gdp you pay to the military you don't pay it well we're going to rework this deal um talked about what I mean, the u.n is garbage talked about getting us out of the u.n so the, 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 that free he put tariffs on china to go listen i, he's, I think donald trump is for the most you know part what else a free he trader. just said he wants to do sean i i just read this maybe you've been talking about it on the bottom line at 6 p.m eastern on fox business um i don't know if you have been I haven't been tuning in every single day. Well, most days I do. Um, but he said, no more foreign aid. Everything we give is a loan. And then if you don't do what we want, then we're going to make that loan due right away. But no more foreign aid. And I thought, wow. I mean, obviously, hopefully to the poorest of the poor countries, we, you know, we give aid in terms of grain and help, like, you know, in terms we're of feeding people. $34 trillion in debt. We're $34 we're trillion dollars in debt. And we're paying for other people's militaries. We're paying to protect borders in other countries while ours is wide open. This whole thing has just gotten so out of control. The and worst, that's why I think this is so volatile, the worst, the worst, The worst things you can pull. Okay. He put on pro-life justices. Okay. That might make you upset, but that's not Mao. Right. I mean, so, and, and, no, and, and again, I think I, I think when you see the authoritarian esque behavior of Joe Biden, even the dual pro I mean, the two tier of justice mm -hmm. that Daniel Penny, who restrained someone, a, a, a vagrant on a, a, a subway train in mm -hmm. New York City, who's who's charged um, with with murder. Right. And has a cash bail. That's one scenario of like a hundred thousand dollars, even though he's from Long Island. <laughs> the illegal immigrant who comes and they beat the crap out of a New York police officer five on two or six on two, they're released on a signature bond. They have no ties to New York, no ties to America, no family, no job, no loyalty released. to this country. They're, and they were, by the way, they were charged with a misdemeanor. Now that later, I think New York City was really upset. Alvin Cops Bragg got, upgraded yeah. those charges to felonies. But it is how well, how do you explain how those two are differently treated? How do you explain January 6th treatment or BLM riots treatment or Antifa treatment? All so I think to your original question, I think a lot of Americans are uneasy. They don't love the direction of the country. Yeah. And even though there's some there's some signs that the economy is improving for some, a lot of people are still struggling and, and really tough times out there. But even for the signs looking a little better, which, by the way, I think that's going to turn on us in the next four or five months. That aside, P 
people still feel pretty bad about how things are going. And that's because of the border. That's because of crime. That's because of massive spending. That's because of Israel. That's because of Ukraine. Like, nothing's going well. Right. And they right. look at this and go, well, who, what's, the, what, what's the change? Well, the only change is Donald Trump to Joe Biden. And as you said, Sean, the real answer is going to be, can support for, if not Donald Trump, just a, a different direction than the Joe Biden build back better, great reset direction, globalist direction. If, if, if nothing else, that extra push um, towards Trump, is that enough to overcome? Because, because I say that because conservatives are solidly behind Donald Trump. So will the independents, will those who are just ticked off at everything they're seeing, will that be enough to offset all the shenanigans that we know they're going to pull over, you know, up until the election. That's a, that's a question I can't answer. And we can't answer that because I, we're only getting proof of, of what they were doing in 2016. Right now, now, right, it's taken us almost 10 years to get this information. But we see how it's, it's the seeds were planted and how they're just blooming right now with, um, with really bad results. Can I ask you one last question, Sean? Yeah. If you were Donald Trump and you had been spied on, and you were clamoring for years saying, they're spying on me. I mean, I feel like people say he's so angry or people kind of criticize him in that way. I feel like he's been, for somebody who's been lied about and smeared so horribly um, as a traitor. I mean, listen, if you're colluding with Russia, you're a traitor um, to undermine the elections. I feel like I would not have that composure. Listen, I, I said many times I would be in the corner weeping. It's it. it I mean, it, it has been so bad. Um, and listen, so dangerous. I mean, the, the exposure that you have to send me to a funny farm. A hundred percent. And I just I think um, I think Donald Trump has been remarkable in how he's handled all of this and um, how he's navigated it. And again, I don't know what I don't know what the what the intelligence community is going to try to do to Donald Trump. But when they do, right, they've already done Russia collusion. We all know they lied about that. They've all done the prosecution. They've done impeachment, that. Ukraine they've, phone calls. Yep. And now we're going to kick him off the ballot. So when they come out with their next bombshell on Donald Trump, we're all going to go. Sure. Yeah, right. We're going to believe you now. Whatever the bombshell is, whatever the story is going to be that Donald Trump did this, we're all going to go, bullshit. We all know you're liars. This is just one more attempt at sandbagging the American people with your lies. And I don't don't think the American people are going to buy it. They're not going to believe it because they've been lied to so many times. They've been misrepresented so many times. The effort has been so great to take Donald Trump out. They're going to look at this and go, ah, it's more lies. Yeah. Anyway, uh, listen, great conversation from OnlyFans to uh, the bombshell report. On to the police state. <laughs> the rot again that lives on from Barack Obama. Oh, Shameful. gosh. You're, you're so right. That is the root and the source of so much of this. Um, glad you brought it's that up. Fundamentally changed in America. Sadly. All right, listen, we want to thank you for joining our podcast. If you like our podcast, you can rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, but always find us at foxnewspodcast.com. Rate you. Get a notice every time we drop. We drop Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday every week. We love that you stop in and hang out with us at the kitchen table. We love doing this podcast. And uh, until next time, thanks for being with us. Bye, everybody. 
Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine.